When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Luna the Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, and I am here to be your spiritual big sister, guiding you to self-empowerment through self-discovery. My goal with this podcast is to provide grounded and easy-to-understand self-development tools to support you on your spiritual journey. My purpose is to help you learn to love both your light and your shadow, and to empower you to start showing up as your best self by nourishing your soul and doing the inner work. I am so grateful you're here today, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. I'm so excited you're here today. I hope you're having a really lovely day so far and a really lovely week. And I am very excited about this episode because I am starting something new with Luna the Podcast, a new integration. What I did essentially is I recorded this episode as a YouTube video. So if you want to have a video component to this episode, check out my YouTube. It's the Carolina Lifestyle, just like my other socials. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can do that. If not, you can also listen to this in the audio format that you are used to and on this episode we are going to be talking about self-love which I am very excited about. I think it's a very important topic and I touch on a few different things that are related to self-love that you might not realize. So without further ado, let's dive in. I hope you enjoy the episode and if you do, make sure to let me know. so excited you're here today because we're going to be talking about self-love now this is a topic that a few of my followers on instagram at the carolina lifestyle have asked me to talk about and i think it's a very important topic and it's one that i've been almost resisting sitting down to talk about because i feel like it's such a multi-layered topic and so i'll try my best to to talk about it in a way that feels aligned and real for me And before I even get started, I just want to be vulnerable and share that even though I talk about self-love on my social media, on the content that I create, that doesn't mean that I feel like I've gotten there. Like, oh, I feel like I made it, I love myself perfectly, and I have no insecurities, I have no, like, issues, no. That is just to say that I feel like I've grown a lot on a personal level regarding the way I show myself love and I've broadened my view of self-love and I hope that that's conveyed accurately in this video and I can make a full video on my own personal journey, my own personal growth and just story overall because there's so many different parts to it but 
when I think about myself three to four years ago, I did not live from a place of love. Honestly, I lived from a place of self-hatred and judgment and I still struggle with judgment sometimes, but I was not taking care of myself in the way I deserved. I wasn't listening to my needs. I wasn't showing myself love. I was more so self-sabotaging constantly through habits that just did not serve me and going through cycles that were unhealthy. So I've learned a lot about self-love and I'm gonna try to condense how to love yourself in a way that is understandable and relatable and also actionable for you. So let's get started. So what does it mean to love yourself? I feel like loving yourself is inextricably tied to self-acceptance. To love something, you have to accept that thing. Or to love someone, you have to accept who they are. So I really believe that self-love comes from accepting yourself. And something that I tend to emphasize a lot also to my followers is that to truly love yourself, you have to be able to look at your imperfections. You have to be able to look at your fears, at your insecurities, at your shadow and own that and know that you have one. Because when you're able to accept your darkness, that's when you truly are able to see yourself fully. And you, can, you can't only love a part of yourself. To truly love yourself, you need to love yourself as a whole. So that's why shadow work is so important. And if you are curious about shadow work, I have some journal prompts that you can use to kind of get started with the process. I will link them below in the description. But ultimately the whole process of shadow work is about noticing when your shadow side or the side of you that you repress or that you think is unlovable comes up. It's about noticing when it comes up. It's about noticing the ways that your shadow gets triggered so that you can then look at it with awareness, see the things that tend to trigger you, see the things that you're insecure about, and accept yourself no matter what. Accept yourself even though you have those flaws, even though you have those insecurities. So I really think that it may sound counterintuitive, but truly to be able to love yourself, you need to love your shadow and you need to learn to identify when you get triggered, reactive, defensive, angry, sad, and how you tend to act in those situations. Are you acting from a place of accepting those feelings and honoring them and sitting with them instead of reacting? Or are you just having an impulsive reaction that you then afterwards don't feel as good about? So I think that's a huge step that's really important in terms of self-love is learning about your shadow. So I wanna say that that's the first thing it's really, really, really important to do that and to know that no one's perfect, that every single person on this planet, every single person has a shadow. So you're not alone. And some people might be better at ignoring their shadow, pretending it doesn't exist, or even just being very closed off so you can't even tell that that person has their own insecurities because they don't show their vulnerability. But I really believe that being vulnerable is the key to connection, it's the key to understanding yourself, to having others connect to you and understand you. So that's the first thing. Aside from shadow work, 
I really think that self-love is tied to a few other different things. So I'm going to talk about each of them. The first thing that I think is really important and a really key way to show yourself love is to validate yourself. So that means that if you're feeling sad, let yourself cry. Let yourself feel every single feeling that comes up. If you don't, if you repress it, that's not truly loving yourself because to love yourself it means to give yourself space to be you, to be emotional, to feel things. So I think that that's so important and something that we need to as a society collectively become more comfortable with with showing emotions, with owning your feelings, but more importantly, with letting yourself feel them. So that's number one. Something else that I think is really important when it comes to showing yourself love is having boundaries. <laughs> what are boundaries? Let's talk about that first. Easy definition of boundaries is where you end and the next person begins. So if you think about a garden, let's say there's this lawn and there's no fence. People don't know that it belongs to someone. People might walk all over it. They might take their dogs to like poop in the garden. They might just like destroy the lawn and not respect it at all. But if that garden has a fence and maybe like a door, you can knock on the door. You can knock on the fence. You can see that that needs to be respected because that is someone else's. So it's the same thing when it comes to boundaries. Boundaries don't have to be something scary. They're really not something negative. Having boundaries is really, really important because when you have boundaries, you teach yourself how to stand up for yourself, but you also show others how to respect you. So that's really, really important. And that can be as simple as telling someone I don't like when you make mean jokes or I choose not to gossip about other people or please don't make comments about my body or this is a sensitive, sensitive topic, can we please talk about something else or I need some space, I'm gonna go into my room to sit with my feelings and I'll come back when I'm ready to talk about it or it's about saying no because when you say yes to the things that you truly don't want or mean you're not showing yourself love you're not showing yourself respect and you're not honoring your own needs so that is so important so important learning to say no and it can be hard because sometimes peer pressure can come in or fear of missing out can come in or worrying about what other people are going to say or think or how they're going to judge you for saying no. So if all these things can come up, likely they will. So it's a practice also. Learning to say no is a practice and the more you say no, the more it'll become easy for you. Number three is taking care of your health. A way to show yourself love is to treat your body with care. So I want you to think about all the ways that you take care or don't take care of your body. Are you drinking enough water? 
Are you getting enough sleep? Are you eating nourishing meals or are you eating a lot of processed food that don't make you feel good at all? Are you eating foods that don't sit well with you? Are you giving yourself time to move your body in a way that feels good? Or even letting yourself experiment with different forms of movement to figure out what feels good for you. Maybe it's a walk every day. Or maybe it's working out four times a week. Or maybe it's going to Pilates class or boxing or going on a run every now and then. Or, or maybe it's doing some yoga or stretching. Pay attention to what feels good to your body. Pay attention to how your body feels differently when you're well rested or when you're hydrated or when you're nourished. I can say almost with 100% certainty that when you are doing those things, you feel better. You show up better and more energized and in a more positive way. So that is showing yourself love. It doesn't have to be complicated. And it doesn't have to be difficult or stressful, but rather it should be coming from a place of care and being like, wow, I care about my health. I care about myself. So I'm going to prioritize those things because they make me feel good. So that's really, 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 really important. But here's a caveat. only about those things showing yourself love is also about letting go of restrictions in your life because when we restrict ourselves we're way more likely to have a zero or a hundred mindset which means either I do all these things I eat healthy I work out I do this I do that I follow this extensive routine or I do nothing because if I mess one of those things up, it's all ruined. Do you find yourself doing that sometimes? Because maybe that's something you need to realize that having that zero and hundred mindset is not showing yourself love because it would mean that you're out of balance. So that's why it's so important to also allow yourself to have fun experiences. It's not only about eating kale and working out. It's also about allowing yourself to have food as joy, as connection, to let yourself go out to dinner with people you love and people you want to hang out with. And if you don't feel like working out on one day, listening to your body on that day and letting yourself loose a little bit. So it's about finding that balance between discipline and pleasure and grace and what I call having graceful discipline. So I think that that's really, really key is finding that balance for yourself and knowing that you can do both. You can eat healthy and you can go out with your friends. You can not work out and have a nourishing breakfast. You can do both of those things as long as they make you feel good and you're doing them in a way that's sustainable. Because when these things become out of balance, when they're extreme, when they're black or white and there's no grays in between, you're not going to be able to maintain it for a long time. So to truly develop self-love, it means to also find a way that you can take care of yourself in a sustainable manner, in a way that you can continue on with ease as opposed to stress. Now, the next thing that's really important to self-love 
is a way that you talk to yourself. All of us have an inner critic. All of us have that mean inner voice, the ego, that comes up and will say, who do you think you are to be talking about this? You don't know enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not skinny enough. You're not smart enough. You're not interesting enough. Oh my gosh, you messed up. You said the wrong thing. I can't believe you did that. You're a failure. Everyone's judging you. That's that inner mean critic. That's the inner voice. That's the, the ego, the egoic voice. And so part of learning to show yourself more love is realizing that that voice, as loud as it can be, it's not you. It's not you. Because the very fact that you can observe it and you can see it come up is proof that it's not you because you're observing it. And the way that you start reversing this is by gently closing the door on that voice. So if you notice that the inner, inner mean critic comes up, you see that inner voice as someone who's knocking on your door trying to sell you something that you don't want. You don't open it, you close the door and you say, I hate you. <laughs> I'm that person that's showing up at your door trying to sell you something. You just say, oh, not today, thank you, bye. And you close the door, gently. So it's about noticing that, noticing when the inner mean voice comes up and just saying, not today. It helps a lot to also come up with a name, come up with a random name for that voice. And so whenever that voice comes up, you'd be like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. I see you, but not today. Thank you very much. Bye. Slowly, you'll start noticing the voice come up and you'll start realizing that it's not you. And you'll start realizing, how am I being really hard on myself right now? How can I be less hard on myself? Let's, let's give an example. Let's say you feel like you didn't accomplish something or there's something that you're struggling a lot to get done or just a goal that you haven't achieved yet. Instead of being like, oh my gosh, I'm a failure. I haven't reached that goal yet. I haven't achieved it. I suck. Instead, remind yourself of everything you have in fact achieved. What's everything that you have done in this time frame that you may not have achieved that other thing? You're beating yourself up about the fact that you haven't worked out in a while. But maybe you learned how to prioritize rest. Maybe you've been learning to prioritize your connections with other people or maybe you've done really well at work or maybe you started cooking at home or you've been dancing more or i don't know i'm sure there's many other things that you've been doing that you can be proud of yourself for so remind yourself of those things when that intervening voice comes up remind yourself that that's not you and start transforming those things start transforming that voice This is why reframing your beliefs about yourself comes in. We have two sides of our mind. We have the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. So when people say you only use 5% of your brain, that's the conscious mind. That's what you're using most of the time. What you're aware of, what you think of your thoughts as, that's your conscious mind. When it comes to your subconscious mind, that's the part of your mind that you're most of the time not aware of. It's about the beliefs that you have accumulated over your entire lifetime. And the way I like to talk about the subconscious mind is and I've talked about this in my podcast, is that when you're first learning to ride a bike, you're very aware, right? You're paying a lot of attention to how you're holding onto the bike, how you're riding it, where your hand has to go, your feet. That's where your conscious mind 
is being really active because you're using it to learn in that moment. Eventually, after you've biked a few times, that's going to become very simple and easy. So much that you can be riding your bike and thinking of other things at the same time. That's because it's already become a subconscious habit, something you already know and believe you're capable of doing. And the same thing applies to every single belief you have about yourself and your worth. And that's why affirmations are such an important part of self-love. And they're such an important part of reframing your subconscious mind because by saying these affirmations, even if they feel uncomfortable at first, even if they feel unnatural or not even true, or you resist saying them, the more you say them, the more they're going to become a belief. And I've been saying affirmations out loud for a year and a half now, I want to say. And I really think that it's changed my life completely. It's changed the way that I talk to myself and the way I think about myself. So that's why affirmations are a super important part of developing self-love because ultimately they'll help you change those beliefs you hold about yourself and it'll help you start speaking more kindly to yourself and also changing your vibration and helping you attract more things that you want into your life the subconscious mind is most open and active and receptive when you first wake up and when you are about to fall asleep so those are the two best times to say affirmations or to write them down in a notebook using that as a time to write or to say these things aloud instead of scrolling before bed and when you first wake up. Last but not least, self-love is also about letting go of perfectionism and letting go of the idea that you have to be perfect. That one might hit close to home for a few of you, but remember that you are an imperfect person. Every single person is. And by holding yourself to the standard of perfection, it is really, really difficult to feel accomplished, to feel proud of yourself, to feel at ease, because you always feel like you're working towards the next thing. And it can really get in the way of realizing all the things that you've accomplished all the things that you've done all the things that you're really good at you know because you're always thinking of what you need to change what you haven't accomplished yet what didn't go well and ultimately it's a huge a huge way that so many of us self-sabotage because a lot of the times we'll wait and wait and wait and wait and wait to do something because we haven't come up with a perfect idea and then what happens we get to the last minute we haven't come up with a perfect idea we'll do something that maybe we didn't have as much time to think about and then it doesn't turn out perfect and then we judge ourselves for not starting earlier and this can play out in many different other ways but i feel like procrastination really goes hand in hand a lot of times with perfectionism and that's why we have to embrace that growth and life it's not black and white it's gray there's so many shades of gray in between and embracing your own shades of gray is really important and embracing the shades of gray of your own growth and the fact that sometimes you're not gonna do something and that's okay because you can do it in the next day instead of letting it go out of the window show up again the following day try again and tell yourself it's okay life happens so have that self-compassion for yourself if you think of someone else that you really really love if they didn't show up one day for something but they've been showing up consistently all the days before or you know that they've been trying really hard you're gonna tell them i'm so proud of you i'm so proud of you. you're doing so much 
you're growing. I'm really proud of you and it's okay if you didn't do it today. You just do it again tomorrow. It's fine. Like that's how you would talk to a friend or, so, or a family member, someone you really love. So start talking to yourself that way. Let yourself off the hook a little bit when that happens and remind yourself that it's okay to not be perfect. And also remind yourself that letting go of perfection takes a little bit of time. It takes time. It's a journey. It's a dance. So learn to flow with it. That's it. I hope this was helpful. I hope that this makes sense. And I hope that these things remind you that self-love is really multifaceted and that showing yourself love truly is about caring for yourself and accepting yourself and your flaws and loving yourself no matter what and not delaying your happiness to the future. Oh, when I achieve this, when I look like this, when I've done X, Y, and Z, then I'll be happy. Then I'll feel proud of myself. Then I'll love myself. No, no, to truly love yourself, you gotta start today. You gotta start now. You gotta start loving yourself in this moment. Because the more you start showing yourself love and accepting who you are as you are in this moment, that's when you learn to truly live life in the present. And that's when you truly learn to accept who you are. And you're not delaying it to the future and you start today. How can you love yourself today? How can you say one nice thing about yourself? And you look at yourself in the mirror. What's one nice thing you can say to yourself today? Start there. Start setting boundaries. Start saying no when you mean it. Start letting yourself feel your feelings. Start listening to your body and what it needs. And start accepting your shades of gray, your imperfections, and accept that you are the way you are and you're always growing and you're always learning. You're not stagnant in any point of your life. Even if it feels like it, you're always learning something. So show yourself compassion. And if you don't show up one day, show up the next day. Don't let that take you to a zero and hundred mindset. Because that's you getting in your own way, you being your biggest limit. Because you're holding yourself to an unattainable standard that has no room for sustainable growth. So that's it. I'm gonna stop right there. I hope this was helpful. I'm really grateful that you're here. I love you so much. This was very soul inspired and I've just been kind of sourcing and talking as I'm going. So I hope it resonated and I hope it helped you in any way, shape or form. And as always, feel free to DM me at the Here's Me Lifestyle on TikTok or on Instagram. Share with me what you wanna see, what has helped you and just, or just text me hello. I would love to connect and get to know you and support you in any way possible. So I'm sending so much love. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.